Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh yeah, yes indeed, it be the needy! That's it, my friends. <laughs> episode 716. Episode 716. Season 7, episode 16. Shark Tank After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I am Cameron Lewis. You can follow me at the only camshaft, Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram. Go to YouTube slash AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzzTV.com. We have an app. Download it. <laughs> Watch us, listen to us. To my left, these two gentlemen. Um, Introduce yourselves. That's right. I, I, I got to know what after cam shaft. Are the only is, cam is, shaft? is there a story behind that? The only cam shaft. It's a rather the, boring one. I need to make a better story. Yeah, I make a better story. There's something yeah. to it, though. There's something. <laughs> I'm Chris Howard. You can reach me at, at Chris Howard Live on Twitter. You can also find lots of uh, great uh, inspirational, motivational stuff at legendarylivingdaily.com. And you can find me on YouTube at legendarylivingtv.com. I don't know how to follow that ever. I'm just like, I know. Wow. How do you like, follow the word legendary? I know, legendary. Living. It's something really spiritual. You can be close. I guess. I'm James Lott Jr., of course. You know who I am. You can follow me on Twitter at Black Hope LA. That's B L A K Hope LA on Twitter. And James Lott Jr. everywhere else. That's right. And Zoe Hewitt is oh, off tonight. We wish her well. You can follow her at Zoe Said What Twitter and uh, Instagram, as she's, well as her show on YouTube. She's on assignment, isn't she? <laughs> She's on she's assignment. On assignment. <laughs> That's right. Zoe's <laughs> <laughs> on tonight on assignment. <laughs> we'll have a live report from her at ten thirty. Now, uh, so tonight, where did we send her? By the way, <laughs> we send her. <laughs> we send her to do a live report from in the tank. From in the tank. In the tank. Accidentally sent her to do a dunk tank, but <laughs> at the circus. Is she going to be on a squatty potty in the tank? <laughs> Thank you for reminding me, Alexis yes, Torres, yes. because here's the thing. By the way, A Torres 890 in the booth. Yes. Um, okay, so the, the real world can hear you too? That's yes. right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes right. they can. All right. They know, they know her. They know her. It's okay. It's not just the voices in your I'm real this one time. <laughs> I'm just going to start. We should do that. I start a show and just say, by the way, this is the voice in our heads. Yes. And then it's Hello? Lexus yeah. Torres. Um, but, but so That's last week, last week on episode 15 of yes. season 7, we, uh, Squatty Potty wasn't on the episode, no. but James Lott Jr., you brought a couple Squatty Potties. Now, before we get into tonight's episode, just a quick tease. Did you use yours? Because yes, I, I used did. mine. I did. And I, S U not, it works. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It totally I'm works. I'm just saying. Squatty Potty people, it totally works. It it's, helps everything come out easier. So it's worth the money, huh? It's I'm worth trying the money. to think of a good analogy. I can't think of one right now. But it's Imagine like you have a garbage disposal. I don't like and where then, this is going. Me yeah. either. And then one day you pull the the 
penny that's been clogging it <laughs> out <laughs> for years. I don't think he knows where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I was hoping the voice in my head would help me discover yeah, it. Yeah. Uh-uh, nope. That's what not, I'm, I'm trying also to your say, conscience, so you exactly. have to figure that out on your own. Yeah, not yeah. fair, not fair. <laughs> <laughs> what it I'm works. trying to say is it's incredibly effective. No, it seriously is incredibly effective, and I, um, I totally. support it completely. Here's the thing, though. With the squatty potties, this, <laughs> now, this was earlier, I think, Maybe last season. I yeah, forget. Um, so but, just for everybody to know, this this is a product that got funded on Shark Tank. Yes, if exactly. It, if you right. haven't tuned in. And they also yeah. brought it back for Beyond the Tank. They kind of they kind of did an update with that. Yeah. yeah. And um, so – but I, I couldn't figure out how to mount it. <laughs> this no. is a product yes. that you use that helps you to sit at the right – He's mount. not yes. talking about the squatty potty. Anymore. No, yeah. I am. I am still talking about the squatty potty. <laughs> you don't mount it. But see, I didn't know. Do you stand on it and then right. sit down? Because you, you sit two down feet and on put it. your feet right. on it. You you put it under. You put it around the base of the toilet and you sit down and put your feet on it. But I it, felt like the stupid guy in the back of the commercials where the wife's talking about like a product and she's like, "My husband doesn't know how to pull down the blinds." And you see him <laughs> in the background like, "Go!" Yes, exactly. You know mm-hmm. the type. You know the type. I was the type. In any case, it works. It does work. It, it improves effective. the angle of your body. Yes. And it's a real product. This product is the shit. It literally. Oh, would you look at that? Oh, would you just look at that? Chris Howard, the new Sorry. guy, the new guy. The new guy. Chris Howard, guarantee right there. Thank you, thank you. And I want to tell you, real. one of our one of our viewers, Fantasy Stats Guru, says he's obsessed. He needs to go to needs to go to SP Anonymous. <laughs> Spotty ah. Potty Anonymous, okay. I like that. Very nice fantasy sports, or sports guru. Um, sports so why don't we hop into tonight's yeah. episode? It's interesting. Yes. Again, this is the all, um, I guess, would you say all military episode? It's, it's so mm-hmm. all of our entrepreneurs were at one time in one branch of the military mm-hmm. or another. Um, I like when they do the themed episodes. That was, air, that was the air conditioning that came, mm-hmm. came on. Mm-hmm. I thought it was some cool nope. military music or something. <laughs> nope, I that, it, was, that was just me. I'm, uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. do – they did a, a college-age one a couple yes. weeks back. I like when they do stuff yeah, like I this. So, this is needed. Um, so it was a themed show. Yes. Exactly. So first up in the tank, our Riveter, $100,000, 20% is exactly what they're seeking. It's mm. the recycled or as they say, upcycled, upcycled. military okay. supply. By, uh, handbag mm-hmm. company. First thoughts, James Law Jr. Uh, I, you know, I, I only knew what I only know why I only know about upcycle because I watched a show on one of these weird. Tele- I think it was on Fuse or something that talked about upcycling. I knew yeah. what that mean was taking products already and repurposing them for a greater good, of course. And I you just educated me. Thank you. And I didn't know. I, don't I was going to ask yeah. what exactly. Yes, is exactly. Upcycling. So it's not you're not recycling it. You're turning it into something else that's usable. Yeah. Got it. So that's what I liked about that. Okay, so first thoughts, I liked I liked the bags. I'm a bag whore. I said it. Whore. I'm a bag whore. We knew James, that. get out. Get out. We yeah. talked about this last <laughs> yeah. week with the backpacks, yes. right? Yes. Remember yeah. backpacks? See, again, yeah. I love bags. Is that your bag over there? That is my bag over oh, there. Yeah, that's funny. I love I love backpacks, bags. So, so I liked that. I liked the story behind it, and I liked that it was um, a female-themed kind of spouse's yeah. thing. That's my first thoughts. Chris? Uh, yeah, I dug it. I, I yeah. thought that uh, I loved the... I love the look of the bag. I like the uh, idea behind it, the idea of getting, uh, you know, people that were uh, military spouses working, the whole repurposing of uh, uh, materials in action. You know, I think they, one of the bags they had was made out of some uh, lieutenant general's yeah. pants or something. I really like that. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, lo- loved, loved the idea. Um, in terms of the valuation and all that, that's a different, different, different ballgame. Yeah, you know, I uh, so my first reaction was very similar. I really like the product. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
was kind of curious who designs them. They never talked about who they comes did. up with the design. Yeah. Now, they there's patterns they send yeah. out. There's templates they send out to all of the people, which turns out up to 15 people make one of these things. Right. Uh, but in college, I actually – we had a – down in Orange County, we had an Army-Navy store that was close by. And so they sold things that were at one time used in the Army or supplies for people that yeah, are in the service. And so they would sell things like you know old used ammo boxes mm-hmm. and such. And I had I bought a bag there. I think my freshman year, just just you know random satchel, and I still own it. So the material, this canvas material that some it's of this stuff is made of, it's amazing. Yeah. And so I would have no problem paying uh, what what they're asking, which I guess is around two hundred and twenty dollars. Yep. Especially, I mean, you figure it's for a good cause. Yeah, it's for a good cause. Right. Number one, That's number the, two, there's fifteen people ish. That are putting yes. blood, sweat, and tears yes. in one of these things. That's pretty crazy. And I was surprised they could make it for $55 a piece, given that all these people are involved. Now, in terms of scalability, are there concerns that this many people are involved in the making of one bag? Yes. Yeah. For me, there is. I, I, I just kind of, I just wonder, yeah, because you do mass, you do more production, can you keep up? Uh, will it wear out the people who are doing it? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, kind of issues that I would have in terms yeah. of the the business model of it. Kind of like, well, does it? Well, they talked about that too. They said that yeah. the, the lead time was going to take three months yeah. to staff up yeah. if they got funds. The the thing for me is whenever you have that many moving parts, you know, the, the good example of this. I have a buddy of mine. His name's Scott Mednick. So he was uh, one of the co-founders of Legendary Pictures. Okay, and yeah. he had to raise $600 million to launch Legendary Pictures. They did like Batman Begins and you know Superman movies, all those things. So when he, uh, so I took him. We went and we were doing tours around the world. We were going on these travel trips. And I said, you know what? I'd love to have a television show where I can interview people on business in all these cool places like Machu Picchu or in South Africa. Yeah. And he said it would never work. And I said, why would it never work? He said, because... If you know if the, what's the selling point is the value of the content, and the you could you could go in studio and knock out ten shows in one day. That's why Oprah can go in there. There's backdrops. She doesn't yeah. have to travel around. He said that's why we're always blown away that the Amazing Race wins. So you know, win so many or actually win so many awards because we're blown away that they can produce it. Yeah, it's like with production costs like that, that's insane. Yeah. So when you bring that many people in, you start to look at what the costs of producing something. It, it, it to me, it seems it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. Some somewhere somewhere in the in the mix. And it's a little bit worrying because not only does that is that a challenge, but it's also like the core of the business, right? That all it's of the these model. people are involved. Right. Right. And so it's neat. It's it, right. Yeah. But in terms yeah. of mm-hmm. in terms of it being complicated, now, if they had said, see, it's a double edged sword though, because if you come in and say this is what like the size of the business, the way it is now, we just want to make it this. Nobody's going to invest in that because right. it's sustainable. It's fine. But uh, at the same token, if you go shooting for the stars or something like this, I feel like that's not. I think it's a cute Necessarily small business. Going to work. A cute small business. Although, yeah. you know, I loved. Did you see the? the I loved the branding. It, it, the branding looked yeah. really, really neat. Yeah. The look loved of the it. bags, the feel of the bags. Yes. They made it off of Rosie uh, the Riveter, which mm-hmm. is. See, I didn't. I didn't catch on. I'd that. explain it to him. Yeah. Oh, did you explain it to him? Yeah. So, yeah. See, the old guys here. But we go know. ahead and explain. Yes. Yeah. But, yes, but even for me, I had to like. 
I heard it the first time, and I had to go back and listen a second time to really remember what it was. And so during World War II, mm-hmm. when all the uh, when the combat troops went out, they needed to put the women to work. Somebody had to you know, literally rivets put rivets in like products to send over to the war. It was the industrial age, yes, exactly. and people were needed in the factories, and yeah. uh, the women stepped up, and the women, yeah. uh, as they always do, ladies, <laughs> I'm winning points here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stupid. Right, but, um, <laughs> no, but the ladies stepped up, and they came in, and they did that. So it was based yeah. off of this woman that was in uh, kind of an archetype for yes, she uh, was. ladies. Yeah. And when yeah. I showed all the ladies, and I was like, okay, I get it. And I, because and I, at first she was concerned about the name. I said, no, the name actually makes sense yeah. for the product and what it stands for. But I just think it's a good small business. And that maybe you should sell to like online or a few little specialty boutique stores, maybe. But I think you should keep it small. I think, keep I it know, think I grow almost it. think that that Rosie the Riveter is a better name for the company. I can't say that. Maybe take. I it. think our Riveter. I don't get Paul it. Riveter. Yeah, no, you know I, hear what I, mean? I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it could be trademark or something, but yeah. Yeah. could be. But could be. our Riveter, uh, yeah, yeah. To me, it goes with a bag. I don't know. I yeah. think th- I think they can grow the company. I think there's no doubt about it. I, I love the model. It's so neat. It's and I really like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's just you know they're doing something good. And what was interesting to see? Did you guys notice uh, Kevin uh, Kevin O'Leary's his his reactions to people? He was so much softer in this episode than usual. You yeah, know, I've found that, that, that? Yeah. that in terms yeah. of, I feel like this season especially, he's been investing in the person more than he has in the past. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he said that. I think he said that a couple episodes ago. He's like, oh, God, yeah. I'm like really kind of, he's making these choices that are not like he used to. Now, one thing they brought up, is, and I think this is interesting, is they, they said that the target for the business is mostly people who are in the service or related mm-hmm. people that are in the service. Mm-hmm. I find I think this has an appeal outside of that. I do. I agree to a large extent. Totally agree. I agree. Um, I, I think because they they're in it, they see that first. Yeah, hundred percent. And that makes right. uh, that makes total sense. Right. Mm. Um, I was really happy that uh, there there was several different offers here. Now they were asking a hundred thousand for twenty percent. Damon is out. Uh, he said he couldn't add value, which I was kind of surprised by. It surprised me, but you know, uh, you know, kudos to him because. Uh, it says something about his character. I think it was sincere that he didn't yeah. feel that he had any value that he could give them, that they probably knew the business better than he did, which was, which is an interesting point to be made for entrepreneurs because a lot of times I bet you people go out there. Uh, in fact, I, I know it to be true, and, and he stated it, is that they'll go out there and give the company away to somebody who knows less than they do. Yeah. Because they yeah. assume that they're going to know more and be able yeah. to do it. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I think I, I like when the Sharks do that. Uh, instead of you know slamming the person, they just simply say, "I can't add anything." Right, and I respect that. Yeah, the one thing I do think, uh, I agree with the others that were going in here because I do think there's value in getting a partner from the tank with this For particular sure. business. I agree. I agree. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, that- I'm with you on that too. I don't know that I would agree with Damon in general, but obviously for him, if he right. thinks he can't add value, hundred percent. Um, but so we got offers from. Kevin, Rob, and Mark, 100000 for 20% all across the board, which is exactly what they were asking for. Uh, Kevin actually thought they were asking for 10%. Yeah. And he was ready to offer something shortly above that, no yeah. which I thought was huh. interesting. He was first in. The one that ended up getting the deal, Mark, because he provided uh, that he would give credit for future purchase Equipment orders. And inventory. And there goes the AC. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> for, yeah, for... Future purchase orders and equipment and all that, which that's I, a big deal. It's huge. It is. Yeah. It is. It's it huge. Is. It is. Um, and I do think that of of the three, Mark's a good choice. 
I think he would have been the best choice. Yeah, yeah. I there think that, yeah. that's a good one. Any I, last I, thoughts I like, on I Personally, I like Robert. Robert has the countenance and the personality that I like the most. I think he's a, a real good stand-up guy. And, you know, Mark's really friendly and he's super intelligent. But I think Mark was the best fit for them on that. Yeah, I do yeah. too. And, I, I, you know, even though there's an interest from Kevin – and even though Kevin probably has pure intentions, I think any business that has <laughs> another av- or another aspect to it other than just making the money, right? It's maybe you should steer away. Steer away from Kevin. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it's always going to be about you know hundred percent making the money. Yeah, totally. So I if, if Tom's shoes came in and pitched to him, there's no way. Don't yes. don't take the deal with Kevin. So oh, oh, by the way, for any of you that were on the show tonight, we'd love to have you on here. This would be cool. I would love to. Have Absolutely, ladies. my God. So that, that is a general note, by the way. Yeah. James Lott Jr. and I were talking about this before the show, Chris. Everybody, I loved everybody in tonight's show. Yeah, there was or a, this past week's show. I'd work with anybody on this show. They were all really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. The businesses, you know, I have opinions obviously on all of them, but they were all really, really great. Right. Yeah, I agree. They all they all had good intentions. That's what I think. They all had. There was a place they came from that was I thought was really nice to see in business, yeah. in business, and in the military. Because yeah. you, you wouldn't expect. Because on all of these, there's really a uh, there's kind of a heart centered space yes. that they're coming from. I agree. Or at yeah. least uh, on most of them. No, I agree. I think there was. Yeah. There was. It came from the heart. I do yeah. believe that. Any so, uh, final thoughts on our Riveter? I want a bag. Yeah. Give me a bag at I really TV. want one. Ah, ah, ah. I really want one. I want one. one. I do. I want uh, one. I want the ladies to come in here. I want them to come yes, and bring bags. No, hey, and their husbands are ranger trainers. How yeah, cool is that? That's awesome. Oh, that's very cool. That and is very cool. Very, yeah. very cool. That's awesome. I mean, you Both know. Them. And we want your husbands to come with you. Yeah, please. I, I, the one thing I really enjoy about this episode is you get to see how hard working these people are. Ooh, I'm sure. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, especially, you know, the R. Riveter ladies were great. The Bear Tech guys were great. Major Mom, even though she didn't get a deal, and we'll talk about that in a bit, I'm just like, I want to work with this lady. Oh, I, you, well, we'll talk about that, yes, because I'm you an know? organizer. Oh, yeah, he's an organizer. We're so talk about God, that. I'm excited about that one. So anyways, yeah. that's R. Riveter. Uh, up next in the tank, Bear Tech. The glove that controls your phone, $500,000 for 5%. Mm. Woo! I know, that was like... Steep! I know. $10 million valuation. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Anybody now, I don't know about you guys. This isn't a slight against these, these these guys. Again, we said we loved everybody tonight, but anybody that comes into the tank seeking anything mm-hmm. below ten percent, I'm immediately going. It's for the press. Yeah, I can. I, I, no, I, I agree. I you, for the press, for yeah, the, yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah. what the Shark Tank gold diggers. So right. it's yes. the people who come on. <laughs> yes, that's true. And they're literally there. So they mm-hmm. get the views and they get the website clicks. Yes. Right, because everybody's site crashes when their yeah. episode oh, yeah. airs. So oh, yeah. There's some value into just appearing on the show, yeah, obviously. Is. Is. Um, but again, you know. Hopefully, unless they rip you apart. Well, even then. Anything. Even, even then. Even then. Any press like, is good press, I right? Like yeah, it. Is, yeah. A pizza that's a mask, I'll take it. Tie <laughs> uh, me up, please. Yes. Eat it while you wear it. Use as directed. <laughs> Write that one down. I gotta, got it. Got to pitch it. that one later. Yeah, Legal Zoom. It. We're going right now. Legal Zoom. Let's do it. So, anyway, so this is the company now. We. This one, I will Bear say... Tech. Bear Tech, yeah. Yeah, this one confused me a bit. Okay. Because they kept mm. going back and forth, right? So they pitched the glove up front. Yes. Now, this is the glove that controls your phone, as I said. There's a module which fits in the back of the glove. Yes. You touch your fingers together, and it's for pausing, for fast-forwarding, rewinding, volume up, volume down, all mm-hmm. that. Which they which demonstrated get, pretty well. Yeah, and it, it seemed to be working well. Yeah. Now, the one thing they never explained was... Why the module? Why isn't just built into the glove? They showed that it's removable, and and they kind of beat around the bush and said that the module really is the proprietary part of the company, but they never really 
it never went, went into it. No, and yeah. I don't really know what that means, and I, that that part kind of confused me. And I'm I think it confused the sharks start. as well. Yeah. yeah, and then the other thing was, and again, I love these guys because they're hardworking, but they kept saying that this is not just a glove company. Yet they didn't show us how they were going to expand yep. things in the future. I mean, what did you guys think, Chris? I think you summed it up. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, it's like because basically they're showing they're selling gloves. Yeah. And they, yeah, they they had this little pocket on the thing. They said, and they kept saying, "We're not just a glove company. We're not just, okay." So, what are you? Yeah. And the conversation ended there, and uh, I think that's why it didn't go anyplace. I mean, for and for somebody to give five hundred thousand yes. dollars of their money for five percent of something that's so speculative, and that yeah. they can't yes. put any kind of substance to a vision of the future or cause us to believe that yes, there's a really good reason to believe why this is going to pay off. And yeah. that, ultimately, I think that's it. I mean, it's like. Is the, could there be potential military applications? Yeah, there could. But there's a big difference between could. But what and, is it? Yeah, what is yeah. it? And why do I have certainty that that's going that I'm going to get my money back? That exactly. Yeah. No, you know, one thing I was thinking of in that same respect is so first of all, not everybody wears gloves, right? There's a percentage of people in the world in the U.S. However, you want to factor it. Listen up, everybody. Gloves. No glove, no love. That's right. What? <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe that's a Socrates quote. That's, a, yeah, um, that's an so, old time quote from the so early 80s, 80s and 90s. There's yes. a percentage of people, right, that only use gloves depending where you're at. Right. Yeah. So like right now, we're not wearing gloves. But I mean, it's and 85 degrees in LA. So is, what is that? What's the subsection of that percentage? Mm-hmm. That uses their phone while they're using the gloves. <laughs> well, my thing you know is, what I mean? no, well, my thing is, like during the winter time, they only, right. they only have those gloves with a sensitive touch, yeah. so you can right. use your phone because you know you're in your somewhere it's cold. You can't take your hands off, your hands off, your gloves <laughs> off. So I would say during the winter time in certain climates that would be great. Yeah. But other places, other times of the like in summer and spring, most places you're not wearing gloves. No, and you know I I do not buy that people use this in their car. Right. At all. Because you're not wearing gloves in the car. No. I, I, I'm doing the O.J. Simpson after Buzz show right now, too. So this would be very relevant. There's some connections. There's some connections. So I really want to know. No, but I really want to know what that number is, right? Yeah. What, what is the number of people that actually use their but, phone while using the gloves? That was their whole point, though. That was it. It's right. beyond the gloves. But they couldn't make the point. Right. So there wasn't a point to be made. And I, they didn't get a deal. And yeah. I think it was right for them not to get a deal. Uh, I think it's neat. It's really neat. No, yeah. I, I love, I mean, stuff like this, you know, you watch it and you're like, this is futuristic. This is the stuff you see in movies when they're touching the air and controlling the computer screen. Right. You know, Tom it's that Cruise, kind of, yeah. st- what is that, Minority Report? Uh, minority That's Report, it. yeah. yeah. Um, well, but, they said they, they did proof of concept. Basically, that's all they did. They proved the concept. Right now, they have, now they need a track record and some right. pre-sales, and right. you know, get get some evidence. And, and it costs like two hundred to two hundred seventy-five dollars. Here's the thing for gloves. That's is that that's way too much. That's way too much. Maybe see, like when I heard that number, I thought, okay, if the gloves were really cool and did all this stuff, yeah. would, would is there a market? I bet you the market would be there if, but there was no vision to it because if there were really military applications, like they were saying that you could do yeah. the night and and it was more precise than voice activation, yeah, uh, because and that was their point was that the voice activation can be imprecise. Then you can see, all right, there's something there, but. It was way too vague, and nobody's yeah. willing to put a half a million dollars out for that type of. Uh... But yeah, here's my I mean, thing. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, no, no, go, go for ahead. it. I'm gonna say my thing. They didn't look attractive either. So I mean, if I'm gonna pay two hundred seventy five dollars for some gloves, 
I want I want to make sure they look cool and different. I think maybe I might pay that price. Yeah, I think that was kind of and again, this goes back to what is the company. That was kind of my biggest confusion because it's are you going towards a military application right. or are you going towards snowboarders? Right, These no, are right. Very yeah. different applications. Yes, they are. And if you're going towards snowboarders, you need to be able to do this with it. Yes. Right. Right? I wanted I wanted them to have a, a microphone on the pinky and a speaker on the thumb <laughs> yes. so you could just do this that would have been really cool. Phone. That would have been really cool. That would have added something for me. And then the question, once again, always comes up, did, where, where, is there a patent for that? And is they it even, didn't talk about yeah, that, they did didn't they? say anything about a patent. And if there's no patent, I, I mean, it's a little bit trickier to the technology on the technology side than it was – Last week when we when we were talking about the bra that yeah. keeps you, I mean that technology. If that's not patented, everybody's going to knock you off. Oh, yeah, totally. Whereas this technology is a little bit more you know, interesting and unique. That but. makes me wonder if that's the reason behind the module thing, it's, because maybe that's what they could patent and it, not the technology if it was just built into the yeah. glove. Maybe, I don't know. Or, or if the modules like their secret recipe, like the, the you know the, the the syrup and Coca Cola or yeah. whatever it yeah. is, I don't yeah. I, I don't know. But I'm surprised there wasn't talk of a patent, and I just don't know. If, uh, yeah, I don't know patent law enough to know if that's patentable. Well, I'm, I'm going to look into that. I'll yeah, come back with yeah. some info on that. Do that. Um, so let's touch on this really fast before we move on. Five hundred thousand dollars to five percent. We talked about it briefly. Yeah. Right? After they say their sales, two hundred thousand dollars in the past fifteen months. Now that's fifteen hundred ish units. Mm-hmm. That wh- how 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 <laughs> how, how does the ten million dollar valuation right. come? I agree. About? I agree. It's speculative growth, and there's yes. no way that any smart person would throw no. money down on that unless. They had the foresight themselves, and then they'd want much more of the company, and they'd want to have much more ownership. And, and right, uh, yeah. And even even then, you know, you come in sometimes, and the people say, you know, two hundred thousand, twenty percent, and sales next year projected. Yeah, we have yeah. pretty good growth, projecting them to be around that. That's a different story. They didn't share any sales projections. They shared nothing. So it, it's it's like, wait a second. That's just based on a guess. I don't well, know. and the guy also, one of the guys said he, he worked in a lot of startups. And he, yeah. he, he put his own money, he put in five hundred thousand dollars into this. Which business. again brings me back to a point well, I asked last week. Yep. And I, I still don't know my own answer on okay. it. To be honest, uh, motivation. With, no. it, it well, comes back to: Do you invest in a serial entrepreneur right. or not? And I think probably just case by case. Yeah, I probably. Suppose. Yeah, probably. I, I think my initial thing is saying no, but then I would. Then it might be case by case if I like the person. Yeah. But I, my initial thing is no. I mean, if they're a fireball and they have a track record of success of knocking things out of the park, and then maybe, yeah. yeah. But um, you know what? It, it, even though uh, I think all of us agree with the sharks, we'd still love to have these guys on here. This would be this would be cool. I yes, see no, again, it's yeah, no, like yeah, no, the, the the it fascinates me. Yeah, it fa- I want to know how it's made. I want to know how they thought of it. They shared a little bit about that. But uh, these guys are great. They are. I just don't. I I think in terms of at least what we saw. Again, there's they shoot these things for an hour and a half. So we don't know what we didn't see. For me, for me, the point is like if you're going on that show, you got to sell them on a vision that's a vision of certainty, where they have certainty that they're going to get their money back, and no vision of. I always tell when I coach entrepreneurs and stuff, it's like. It's it's all about certainty. Do, you know, do you have a vision? Are you able to communicate that vision with enough certainty where somebody else has belief, not yeah. based on BS or, but based on fact that they're actually going to get a return on investment and it's something worth investing in? And they weren't able to do that. Yeah. Well, also, B, when you go on Shark Tank season seven, hopefully you've watched an episode or two of Shark Tank at this point. You kind of know some of the points that they want you to I've hit. Watched two. 
Well, they got no, you. No. <laughs> at least you watched two. You but know what no, they want no, To kidding. that point, though, you know, James, you know, James, I mean, at this point, it's, it's season seven, like, any show has been on for a long time, do your research, and kind of you can pick out points of what a lot of the sharks are looking for. So if you come in half cocked or whatever, yeah. it's kind of like, I don't want they, they're gonna, we, we know this. We're watching the show. We know they're going to be like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm telling you, to that same point, it's amazing to me how many businesses appear on the show do or do not get an investment doesn't matter. Right. And the next day, their website crashes. Yeah, no, I know. It happens to I know. something, some ridiculous, like 75, 80% it's, of the it's business. Like the, it's the like the Oprah effect. You, you get near them, in. and all of a sudden, everything just, seriously, whenever she talks about it, she says, I like Afterbus cups. And all of a sudden, Afterbus goes, it goes right. crazy. The shark takes the same it's way. It's insane. It's the same way. It's the same. It's the same here on Afterbuzz. After show tar- right. shark stuff, come on here and you get the same time. We'll talk, we'll talk about That's it. That's right. We'll Bring some gloves. Speaking we have an effect that, of our own. Speaking of that, let well, me remind everybody. It's the Cameron effect. Boom! <laughs> about the Cameron effect. It's more of uh, the James Law Jr. effect. But yeah, it subscribe is. to that podcast in iTunes. Rate us. Give us five stars. Comment on the YouTube channel. Uh, a couple people have been doing that. We yeah, appreciate that. Uh, use the hashtag ABTV Shark Tank. And while you're there, you can check out some other shows we do here at After Buzz TV. We're one of our sister networks, Popcorn Talk, Black Hollywood Live, yes. Book Circle Online. Lots of great. James Lett Jr. hosts, I think, at every network I now. I do, I do. So you <laughs> should man. check some of those out. <laughs> yes, uh, Up next, Major Mom. 150K for 20%. Major Mom. The professional. Oh, Hello there. <laughs> yes, I was waiting for you to say that advice again. What was that about the gloves again? <laughs> No glove, no love. <laughs> Are you going to play us a sound effect? I was just asking. I was just asking. Give it to us, Chris. Give us a sound effect. Well, you got to say it first. No glove. No, where's the sound effect? No glove. She's gonna, you got to say it first. Uh, after you say it, she'll okay, hop it in. No glove, no love. The more you know. The more you know. Sponsored by. <laughs> yeah, sponsored by. Sponsored by the Cameron effect. The Cameron effect. Finally, in Toys R Us near you. Major Mom, 150K over 20%. She is the professional organizer, uh, the only company that embodies <laughs> <Yes>. military <laughs> values. James Law Jr. Yes. This is all you, but it's me. I want to know, I want to hear it from the super organizer yes. himself. Yes. What do you think of Major Mom? And you know he's organized what he's going to say. <laughs> he, has, he has note cards right there. I have note cards, guys. I'm all organized. I saw it two days Formulatic. ago on Twitter, man. Yeah, exactly. I have note cards for every True. single one of these products. Okay. Time to nut up or shut up. Yes. <laughs> totally. Okay, so for me, uh, this made me very excited. I sat up in my love seats when I saw Organizer. As those of you guys may not know, I'm the super organizer, and I'm a professional organizer for the last seven years. Um, you're, part, s- you're part of a... Thank you. Thank you. Oh! Yeah, you're part of like a, an organizational group, like an association even. You're the real deal. I'm the re- I am the real deal. Wow. I am it. I'm also certified. I'm um, also certified life coach, too. Thank you. I'm a certified life coach, too. Um, okay, so here's, a, so here's the deal. So um, I was happy to see her come on. And, I, and my, the first thing I looked at was, what is her angle? There's a million professional organizers out yeah. there. you got to figure out what their angle is. Like, my angle is I work with people who are restarting their lives. So it could be widowhood, um, divorce, adult children, that kind of thing. So hers is military. It's like, okay, got it. So you can only imagine, you can imagine already what that means. That her organization thing is probably just like she learned in the military. Structured. Very structured, very, you know, that's not my, that's not my thing. But, um, I liked her. I liked her personality. I think she was very earnest. And I too thought about franchising a few years ago, my business. And I talked myself out of it for exactly what we were talking about. For exactly what they say. It's just, 
it's easier just to take for me to find people like her that have the same kind of dedication, mm. the same kind of uh, drive like her in an organized setting. To Fran, it's going to be hard. And it's not like it's a restaurant right. or a shoe store or something where people can easily get into it. And kind of, Organizing is actually a lifestyle. It's an attitude. And it's, you're selling a lifestyle and you're selling an attitude to people. That may not translate as well in a franchise. Yeah, yeah I mean, with that's, that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> that's my main reservation with it, too. And obviously, yeah. I know nothing about personal organization. Yes. No, but he's, certi- my he's certified and you're certifiable. So that, oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. There's a connection. I like here. that. Yeah. I like that, Chris. Yes. <laughs> he's good. Uh, but, he's- so, but that's my, that was my main uh, knee jerk reaction as well. It's like, it's, this isn't a Chick fil A, right? So no. it's harder. For people to come in and, and do a business that's based off of a person and their personal skills versus the the way the company works. Because what would bother me as a consumer is if I approached this business and said, hey, yeah, organize my life. And then knowing that there's a potential that somebody like me was hired to organize. Ha! Look like the inside of a Ross dress for less. Yeah. You bring up a really, feeling about this. Exactly. <laughs> you bring up a really good point because not everyone can organize. Yeah. The people, the people who think they can, I do I do talks on this all the time. They think they can organize, but they're they're not it's not organizational. So I'm afraid these franchisees they have to go through some kind of training. I mean, they just have to be something. It seems too hard. Yeah, and you know, you gotta love, you gotta love Major Mom because her intentions are really pure. Yes. she said it herself, which backfired. But she said <laughs> she wanted to have fun. Oh yeah, she wanted to have fun. She wanted to help people organize, and I love that intention. No, but what she said to them from a business perspective, yes. it's concerning. But I, yeah, I mean, it's... See, for me, the real pullout is the, uh, is the no glove. No, no, the real pullout is the, <laughs> no, the real pullout is the, um, uh, thank you. Yeah. There it is. There it is. The, the real pullout is the uh, amount of money that somebody can make with this franchise. I know that she's, yeah. she's telling them that they're yeah. going to make $30,000 in their first year. And one of the sharks said it, I don't remember uh, who said it first, but... The, the whole idea, you buy a franchise, you want to go and get a KFC with the expectations yeah. of doing a million in a year, not 30,000. You, yeah. you know, to put down 20 grand for the potential of making 30 grand, I, I just see it as being too small and and not scalable and just going True. no place, really. True. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's, it's one of those things, too. Like, if you start a business, what's the saying that business... Small business isn't profitable in the first three years, right? Right. right. And but mine this, wasn't. This is different because yeah. there's a certain level level of guarantee, quote unquote, with a franchise. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they would only be making thirty thousand dollars, there's nothing really attractive about you that. Know, I'm you telling, could yeah. invest that doesn't in make something else doesn't and make have that salivate. return yeah. probably. Yeah, no. Because I'm telling not. you as a professional organizer myself. That's a decent salary just on your own as professional organizer because it's, sure. it's hard to it's, but professional organizing an organization is considered a elective kind of um, offer. Thing. Uh-huh. It's like it's not it's not considered a necessary service yeah. for many people. It's like housekeeping and things like that where they are a big industries, but they're not considered like necessary things like plumbing or electricians. Right. Right. It's like these are elective things. When you when you get a why can't you organize yourself? I mean, right. I get all the questions. That's all that kind yeah. of stuff. But I we, understand the need wait, for you, my friend. You know, I know you do. Yes. 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 I'm sure you do. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. So the franchisees will have some. I know. It's like, oh, we love it. 
know each other. Um, <laughs> the franchisees that, that, that they have to encounter so many different issues that us regular professional organizers deal with every day. Yeah. And retaining customer. It's, it's a lot that goes into it. Trust me. What mm-hmm. Tell us, speak to that a little bit mm-hmm. because that's something I'm curious about. What is customer acquisition like yeah. in this kind of business? Because it's oh. not something that you can necessarily, in my opinion, that you can necessarily teach people no. in a quick video or a flyer no, or something. You can't. And it's, it's, it's a, well, you're the brand, obviously. Yeah. So it all comes from whoever you are. So, I mean, that starts from there. And to get customers, you're dealing with people's personal stuff. Yeah. Or you're dealing with corporate culture. It depends on where you decide to, you decide to make your uh, target market. And you're dealing with people, again, who are, it's an elective thing. If they have the money to give to you to do this, so you have to really work with whatever they're giving you. Yeah. And a lot of times it could be – it's a lot. It's very personal. So a lot of times it could be you'll get them one time. Mm. That's it. You'll get them one time, one session. What do you think – what do you think is like – what is the average return percentage? Well, it's funny. It's for – well, everybody – everybody, I can't say there, but my – I'm sure me, yours is very high. Yeah. I, I People – because my personality yeah. and because I am skilled, but my person – I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. So my personality really sells it. So I have a high retention rate. I have a high – the thing is organizing is two parts, initial organization and then maintenance. Are you, now, let me ask you one question. Are you able to talk about your prices on – I can't. You can't because I'm of the association. Apple, so or, yes, really? So that's, that's unfortunate because, I mean, for me, if I were to market – because I, I do have some expertise in terms of the customer acquisition process. And if I were to do it, I would have a package that was like a $2,000 package. Oh, I, I, can mention, package. I, can, I can speak to that. Yeah. Her packages were fine. Her, what yeah, what well, were they, the package prices? She said – okay, she said – was. Uh, Two eighty eight for four, four hours, hours. and right. forty six hours about two thousand eighty eight for for four four six hours. Like yeah, so for me, you can you can target uh, a certain target market with mm-hmm. Facebook advertising, yes, which can. is really effective from a psychographic demographic to hold the whole th- the bit. Do a webinar that captures the people and then have a conversation with them. And I I, I see the customer acquisition process as not being that difficult. It is for a high end sale. It is. It's not that. It's not that. But simple. the only thing is, it's, even it's, when, it's even when, uh, and this is complete outside of perspective, America. <laughs> <laughs> these two people right here, I can assure you, have more business experience than me. But <laughs> says the lead host of the Afterburn Show for Shark Tank. Um, you should be lead host for me. So, no, he's. Yeah, the, uh, he's <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Yeah. No, but yes. just from hearing what you just said. Yes. yes. That isn't teachable, I don't think. No. I mean, it might be. It well, might no. be somewhat teachable, but just having heard what you said, Which the aspect? way you described, just how he's talking about his customers, his experiences, his know-how, how he said, you know, it's about the person. I'm a cheerleader. These types of things. You can't teach people to be a cheerleader no. all of the time. You can teach Sometimes. Them the, you, like you're saying, Sometimes. The, you can See, teach them the business parts. Like yeah. how to set up a business and how to get that going. Right. And, and the marketing part. Oh, the people skills and all that type of stuff. If it's you're saying that's right. the X factor. Yeah, yes. that's the, I Which mean, would I mean, be, it's like, let's franchise therapists. Like, right. people right. going to therapy, not all of them are good at right. it because of the people skills. So See, yeah. I, I've done pretty well with that. That's, I did, uh, I, I built a, I, I'm going to brag here a little bit. Do it, Chris. Do it. Do it. This is now the Chris Howard effect. (laughs) This is the Chris Howard effect. No, but I helped to build more million-dollar-plus speakers, authors, coaches, consultants, than anybody else in several countries around the world over almost a decade. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Okay. And so there's some of that type of stuff I I think is transferable. You can, you know, if you, uh, it's just like a franchise. If you, if you break it down into modules, you can teach those things. But I am with you, uh, in terms of that X factor, that people factor. What makes a, what makes one personal trainer, 
uh, spectacular and cause all their clients to stay with them versus the one that just can't do it. So it's not like you can take everybody and turn them into the the super organizer or the super. It's so, so I'm a hundred percent on board with that. And I also know that there's, um, there's certain aspects of business or customer acquisition and, uh, and automation that can all happen online mm-hmm. where you get, you know, you put out X and Y pops out the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have, well, to understand, yeah, you have to understand that the professional <laughs> organizing business is about, um, I think about around maybe 25, 30 years old now. So it's still relatively kind of a newer business. Yeah. It's getting more attention. Not everybody knows what an organizer is. I'm constantly com- uh, telling people what I do. They, they'll hear it and they'll go, well, is that hoarders? And I literally have only hoarders. one hoarder. <laughs> I've never really worked with Horace except for one person. Which, yeah, I mean, I'm it's, sure that's, that's a that's, that's, percentage that's like, of the business. That's a percentage, but it's not that much. And it's a, and 95% of it is women. It's a, it's a business yeah, that's I, 95% I women. I believe that. And I've gone to the conferences, and I'm like, I stand out, trust me, yeah. for many reasons. Um, but <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the people that come into these, they do come from different backgrounds. Some come from sales. Some, but what you find out it's not really sales-based either. It's not, you're, not, you're selling, but you're not selling. Because it's personal people's stuff, and it's their emotions, their yeah. feelings, and it's a harder. Let's say it can't be obviously it can be done. I'm doing it, and people do it. And you got like people like uh, they're doing it all over the world. But it's just it's a little different. So franchising, that's what talked me out of it. it was uh, kind of like just grow my business, yeah. stay where I'm at, and grow my business. It, and that's because you're, you're you the magic. You're the X factor. Is, yes. Yeah. Now, yes. before we move on to uh, combat flip flops, because yes. then we know we want to get to that. Is there? Because I'm very ignorant about. Uh, franchising businesses I just know like what I know and friends and family that have yep. gone into franchises uh, I have a friend that has a Steak and Shake franchise oh I love Steak and Shake uh, oh my god the best shakes <laughs> the best shakes love it um, <laughs> love it <clears throat> but is how selective is that process right so if you're going into to a, a franchise for say Burger King yeah can anybody who forks over twenty grand get a franchise? I, I think there's. They certainly have a uh, you know some sort of a application process. I don't Betting know. Process, they they process. must because yeah. I, I, you know in the end, if you're the franchisor, yeah. you oh, yeah. want successful franchisees. Yes. Sure. Otherwise, you've got to take the license back because of uh, branding concerns. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that they have uh, you know their application process because I thought of franchising my business at one point. Mm. You know. Yeah, we, you you know, I at one point I was doing a million dollars in sales at every weekend seminar that I taught. So I was teaching these uh, every weekend around the world. Mm-hmm. I had forty coaches that were training simultaneously all over the all over the planet. And I thought, you know what? I want to take this out there and I want to franchise it. And Dale Carnegie here's a here's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Dale Carnegie mm-hmm. Training is uh, the most right now. They are making more in revenue than any other training company in the world. They're doing about uh, – uh, it's only about $130 million right now in revenue. Used to be a quarter of a million. It, you know, there's been some hard times as of recent with the recession and that type type of thing. But most of the franchises of Dale Carnegie Training, which has coaching, which has training, that type of stuff, are doing about a million dollars per franchise organization gross. Okay. Gross. So, which to me says, yes, is it is it transferable? Yes. It, if you've got an entrepreneur that's got some, you know, they've got something behind them, they've got some fire, uh, and they've got that million dollars in their sight, they want it, you know, that's a goal that they'd like to hit. $30,000 is just not going to, that's, yeah. that, you're not going to tap into that entrepreneurial yeah. spirit no. for nope. people. For it's sure. just not going to happen. Um, but I, you know, in a business that is a personal organizer to, uh, to your point is back to that. There is that X factor. That's like the personal trainer. It's like mm-hmm. people sure. like the person that they're working with, and yes. that's part of the magic, rather than being a systemized thing like Dale yes. Carnegie training. Yes. And I, I think that's what you were saying. Yes, yeah. it is. Exactly what I was saying. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Exactly. I totally agree with Because I, I actually see the, the, the parallel between that and a personal trainer. It's real yeah, simple. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're, saying, you're saying it perfectly. It's exactly yeah. that. Because you're working so closely with the, your clients. Yeah. You're not just selling them something or giving them something. You're actually working with them. Yeah. And it's very, it's very personal. But this is terribly interesting, my friends. That's what I do every day. This is why I love doing this after show at yes. After Buzz TV, right here. <laughs> the camera effect. The camera um, effect. See, so I think there's a better title for you. That, I know. Yes. I think we've discovered oh, your wow. brand. We have. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it's on the job normally uh, squatty potty <laughs> yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, Major Mom did not end up getting no, a deal. No. But, you know, I think she has something here. Major mom, uh, now, I don't find know. me, superorganizer.com. Yes, that would, we should have come Ron. That would be very interesting But she definitely, I think she definitely has a business. Yes. Small scale. Yes. Large scale. We can speculate. Right. I don't know. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't. Yeah, I'll be interested to find out. But yeah. no, any other thoughts on Major Mom? Nope, that's good. No. Moving Go on. Organizers. Combat flip flops. <laughs> now, I said early on, the very when we saw yes. when we saw them walk into the tent, you think? I said combat flip flops is getting a deal. Yes, he did say that because uh-huh. of all the businesses. Did you guys watch tonight, this together? We did today. Earlier oh, before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome to join, Chris. Yeah, I know. You know nobody asked me. But... Well, come on by. <laughs> come on Chris, by. you and I can watch the show together. Okay. We'll, oh, have, uh, we'll have, push them out. Okay. We'll have the folks from Milk and Brookie send over some treats. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes. But the, minute, the second I saw one thing I identify with a lot is brand. Yeah, me too. If something has a strong brand, I just like. Me too. He got it in. He got it in. He got it in. Combat flip flops. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> had a great look, right? The yes, logo in and of itself. I love the logo. logo I want a t-shirt. I want a t-shirt. Uh, you know love what? logo design. Somehow I missed it. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, we'll have to look at it again. But, but yeah. it was yeah, it's a good logo. It, the thing that was great about it is like you know how with sometimes with these businesses that involve other things like the army related businesses we're talking about it's not or not necessarily army military related mm-hmm. businesses. If you've ever been to an army navy store like I was talking about earlier, they all look like. Army Navy stores, right? They have camouflage and this that, cool and stuff, green yeah. and all that. Night goggles, and so, goggles. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> yes. and which Rambo the specificity knives. of yeah. that is great, but at the same time, it's a, it can be alienating. And what right. was great about their look from the get go was it was clean. A, I agree. It looked cool. Yes. B and C, you could see a little bit of a glimmer of the relation to the military. Mm-hmm. I do, which I yeah. think was perfect. Because it was all three of those things. We have Alexis trying oh, we to get, look oh, we, we get to look at live photos. Sorry, I was trying to see if I can find it. Type in combat, combat, combat flip-flops uh, Shark, Shark Tank. tank. Can you okay. It's a great logo. I was surprised you didn't catch it. it was great logo. logo. So they were seeking 150000 for yeah. 10% of the company. They do flip-flops Sarang. and a couple of other Sarangs, jewelry. lifestyle Is things. Is it? Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yes. Okay. I can't see it from the glare. Blow that up if you could. I will try. And we'll share this stuff later on as well so you guys will be able to see. But. Uh, Made in Bogota, Colombia. Colombia. So Talk yeah, to like me that. about your first thoughts, Chris. What do my, you think? My of first thoughts. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, I really, I love the social entrepreneurial yes. feel to this. That's what hit me. You know, I, I remember I was in uh, Cambodia, uh-huh. and there's a group out there called Friends International that take yeah. kids off the streets. And, you know, where they would wind up in prostitution or something like that. They take them in. They teach them skills. Yeah. And then they, uh, they've they got restaurants that the kids will actually go work in and yeah. they'll work a job. But they skilled them up to do it. And the the uh, restaurant, for example, would then fund the education for other kids that they're pulling off the streets. Yeah. Oh, so wow. it's a self-funding model for doing good. Yeah. And 
this reminded me so much of that, and I just think it's I, I, I love that. There's there's magic in it, and I like these two guys. Yeah, yeah I really did. You know, what are they? Navy SEALs or something, or, or mm-hmm. Rangers, Army Rangers, or, Army, Army Rangers. Are they? Mm-hmm. I want these two guys to come in. The one guy yes, reminded really me of Matthew McConaughey. He's like, <laughs> yes. all right, all right, all right. All right you know, right, you guys right. want to do a deal or what? Flip flop in ten days. We were just out there in Afghanistan, and you know, but it's so cool. You guys, we want you here. Yes, um, because these guys are deadly warriors. Uh, yeah. But he looks like Matthew McConaughey, and he's doing and he's social it. entrepreneurial. What yeah. more could you want? Oh like, yeah, yeah. All the women at home are just like We're <laughs> loving this guy. Uh-huh. Yes, and many and of the guys. I, hey, I'll, you know, yeah, I'm, yes, I'll, many of the guys. Too, that's right. I'm a straight male, and I'm just like, wait a second. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. You're straight. But no, so I loved, again, Chris, you hit the nail on the head. I loved it for that reason. I, I like human investments. Mm. Um, and they, they still have the business end of this worked out. You know, it's obviously concerning when people go too far with – when I say too far, I don't mean like you're in danger. You're hurting people. But right. when you right. go too far in the direction of the charity. social effect and yeah. charity – it no longer becomes viable, mm-hmm. and that's where the concern is in terms of investment. But these guys, I feel like they have a good balance. And they're, the thing that was different about this than, say, a couple of these other businesses we've seen this this uh, season is they didn't only invest in um, their own business and then also you know giving money to people who are in need and blah, blah, blah. They, in turn, were investing in... In other people that were investing in other people. Oh, yes. Do you know what that. I mean? Yeah. So this woman that they spoke about, yeah. who's originally from Afghanistan, mm-hmm. got over to the to the states, went back to Afghanistan to invest the money she had made in the United mm-hmm. States over in Afghanistan into the people, into the right. women. They get empowered and and run this factory and all these things. That's the kind of investment. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. it's people investing in people, investing in people, and it's yes. the circle of life. What was needed? The is circle that-, that comes back and. I don't know. I love it. I love this yeah. type of thing. That, that, it was. It came out as an afterthought too. It didn't come out as a uh, you know part of the marketing spins, which came, which yes, let me know that it was really coming from a, a really neat place. Mm-hmm. They said yes, we're matching what she's doing out there. Yes, but they didn't. It, it wasn't prepared. It came out organically and real. And it's like, man, these guys are. Really I totally cool agree dudes. with that because sometimes people come in and say, yeah, we're the company that makes flip flops and gives this lady money. Yeah, exactly. You know, I completely agree. Cool. Dudes, I completely agree, and they're and they're in the armed services. They fought for the country, mm-hmm. yeah. and in addition to that, look, look, they, they're caring more about the people in these other countries than they're caring about. What, what did they say? Bullets above, uh, yeah. bullets, or, uh, or no, uh, bullets before bullets. Oh, I forgot. I didn't write it down either. I, I wrote it down. So much. I like their slogan: uh, "Bad for running, worse for fighting." Yes, yeah. I, and I found this too. Business over bullets. Business over bullets. Over bullets. Yes. That's it. I which, love that. Which was Mark's point because Mark said, "Yes, that's what we need. If we get, uh, you know, if we bring some of these countries that are living in abject poverty, if we bring them up to a place where they're doing business, they might not have some of the problems they have because it's bad for business." Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. Well, now I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna rain. On, really I'm, cool. I'm gonna rain on a parade. A rain, rain away. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to make a quick Sorry. point. Hey, relax. We make it a quick point. Um, we just I have do, a couple minutes left. I know, so, yeah. so I, I, I'm watching the... I'm, I'm not the lead host, I'm watching the time. I, I lead too many shows. Um, <laughs> I, it was my quick point, I can't get it out. I do have a problem, there's too many things. I agree with some of them. It was too many problems I agree with once. that. I agree and with I, that. I just think that sometimes you have to start with one or two, 
get them big, then you unveil other products. Yeah. You, you get a brand going, and then people start to look out for other stuff. You branch out. That's, you're com- that's you're, you're completely One of the right. great yeah, examples yeah. of that in the yeah. Shark Tank that we actually saw an update in Shark Tank, and we also saw an update on uh, Beyond the Tank in the first yes. season, was Tipsy Elves. Yes. Who yeah. had a great business of these ugly sweaters yeah. blowing up. Oh, I know. And I it believe it was Robert that had to deal with yeah. them, and they wanted to go out and do these six... <laughs> Seven different sweaters. Yeah, they're like, like slow down in kids. one quarter, <laughs> and he's like, "What are you doing?" Right. This a, you don't need this many SKUs. Yes. B, this is not even on brand anymore. Right. And right. it was like, this isn't even cool anymore. So it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, I agree. It's really interesting. interesting. So I think they, they I like the flip flops. They're nice. Diversification can do you in in the beginning. Now here's yes. the thing: yes. they came in 150 thousand for 10 yes. percent, and I think. That these guys are smart entrepreneurs because it took a great deal, in my opinion. Kevin, Lori, Mark, three hundred thousand for thirty yep. percent. Each one of these three people brings three completely different they things do. to the they table, do. and I think it's going to be great. What, what do you think made them jump in? What do uh, to the Each sharks? Of the sharks. What What was the tip? So Mark, Mark, it's the bullets over, or not that the business over bullets. Yeah. I almost did the opposite. Uh, I know. Uh, Lori. Investing in women. Yes. And who else was it? Damon. Damon. I said Kevin Laurie Mark. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Damon, he knows this space. Yeah. He can yeah. scale it. He sees he the can. potential yeah. in it. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I don't know, I think this was a great deal. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. Um, any any final thoughts? Combat yeah. football. It was good. It was good. I want some. This week's update. Need episode. Really yeah, we want to see you we, here. We see you. I know. Yeah. I really yeah, want these guys to come in. Yeah. Uh, this week's update was Turbo Pup. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, it's the uh, dog meal on the go in the bar form, and they got to deal with PetSmart. Seven hundred stores, uh, and a year to date, two hundred thousand dollars in sales post tank. There you go. So that is episode sixteen. Wow. Yes, of, se- of season seven. There it is. Yes. Tell the people where they can find you, James Law Jr. You can find me on Black Hope LA on Twitter and James Law Jr. everywhere else. And the Super Organizer Universe is my blog, and the SuperOrganizer.com is my website. Get organized. By the way, you need it more than you think you do. Um, you can find me, Chris Howard, at Chris Howard Live, or you can go to legendarylivingdaily.com for daily tips, stuff, inspirational, motivational, that type of thing, or legendarylivingtv.com for my YouTube channel. I need I need a cooler name. You, you Legendary. I need a Cameron some, effect. The Cameron effect. That's way yes. too cool. Hey, uh, tweet me at the only camshaft, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag the Cameron effect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Subscribe to that podcast, ABTV Shark Tank. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed so, herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. I'm a